when you edited part two, part two, uh-huh. you exported it as stereo instead of mono. So our voices are in either ear pod. God, I even listened to it on my, oh, but I listened to it on the speaker phone. God, why did it do that? Okay, okay. I'll fix it's it. It's a new I'll thing. Fix um, it. No, you don't have to fix it. Don't worry about it. I went. It just it's an export. I can just like re-export it. It's not a big deal. You don't have to fix it. There's nothing to fix. <laughs> no. I just thought it was funny. I noticed it. <laughs> I was no. like, I'm in this ear. Bridget's in the other ear. <laughs> Shall we just get into it? Yeah. Hi, I'm Bridget. Oh, I whacked my mic. Try it again. <laughs> Fuck. The amount of fucking flags on your mic. What do I need to purchase I, for you? I just what I keep you- moving. I can't stop moving. You can't stop me. <laughs> And I'm Maddie. Welcome to Batty Breakdowns, where we hang out, have fun, and play games all the way to the end. Today, we're going to talk about Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. We'll give you the breakdown from its creation to its critical reception. Then we'll take you on a deep dive into the game as we share our own experiences and opinions while playing it. We'll close with if we recommend it, who we'd recommend it to, and last but not least, our personal rating. With that, Let's steal Stinky's treasure. I was really thankful. I think I had like a nightmare a few nights ago. I was like, she's going to say, let's rob a bank. (laughs) (gasps) That would have been so uncreative. (laughs) I would never. (laughs) I'm a little insulted. (laughs) You even dreamed about it. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, Okay, I think your description. Yes, your description. Okay, Turnip Boy is back. This time, he's teaming up with the fearsome Pickled Gang to plan and execute the weirdest heist of all time. Shake down hostages, steal precious valuables, battle the fuzz, and use wacky tools bought off the dark web to move further into the vaults of the Botanical Bank. That's really accurate. That's a very accurate description. It is. I would would give that high accuracy rating, whereas some Mm -hmm. other ones have been garbage. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is good. Mm-hmm. I, I I always wonder, like, I feel like part of the tr- like hard part for creators about writing one of these is, like, do you put game mechanics in there? Do you not? Mm-hmm. That's the only thing where I'm, like, should they put, like, oh, it's a roguelike in the mm-hmm. description? Or does, like, looking at gameplay footage cover? Enough. Like- I will say I follow a video game trailer editor on TikTok, and he talks a lot about how indie game developers have a habit of leaning really, really heavily into the story that they create and, like, the lore, but at the end of the day, they're not, like, Ubi or whoever that can just be, like, we're making a game, and here's the lore, and then people will just buy it because it's Ubi or whoever else, you know, 
like indies don't have that kind of luxury, but they lean into it because they see a lot of big creators and big studios do that. And so they see that as like the map, but for indies, he recommends at least in the trailers, like he doesn't talk as much about descriptions, but leaning very heavily into what the game looks like and how it plays. So I would assume that you including stuff like mechanics inside the description for indies would be a little bit more helpful than a triple A, but totally. Yeah, that's just based on that. He's a really interesting creator, too. Um, I can't remember his name. I think his name is, like, David. So shout out, David, if you ever listen to this. But I can go to do my how it's made. It's pretty short. Yeah, it's pretty short this time. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the – so I looked at specifically Turnip Boy Robs a Bank, but – if you're unfamiliar with the franchise, Turnip Boy Rob's Bank is the sequel to Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. And that one actually had a lot more information. Still not a lot, but a lot more. It's made by Snoozy Kazoo, which is a very small development team. Mm-hmm. And this game was released in 2024. But the information that I could find mostly for how it's made was uh, orig- on the original game. And then tax I do evasion. have some on tax evasion. And then I have some information on the new one just based on an AMA that they actually did on Reddit, which was kind of oh, fun. Cool. So I have a little bit of that too. So for the original, this one started as a Ludum Dare prototype. I don't know if that's actually how you pronounce it because it's Latin. And so I don't know if they pronounce it like the real Latin or if they mm. just pronounce it Ludum Dare, but whatever. Um, do you know what Ludum Dare is? No. It's a one of the biggest game, um, what are they called? Game jams? Oh, that exists. it's a game jam. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the biggest ones. And it happens, I think, yearly, if I remember right. Um, but I looked into it a couple times just because I thought it was pretty interesting. But it started off as like a game jam game. And people really, really liked it. They wanted to continue develop. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my chair locked and I couldn't rock backwards anymore. <laughs> I can't pitch it. What are we going to do? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, a, it's a game jam. <laughs> it's a game jam. It's a game jam game. Um, they had a couple of principles that they had when they wanted to go ahead and pull it through and make it a real game. And I really liked these. I thought it was interesting to see. But the core pillars they had were they wanted it to be short, which it was. The first game is only like two hours if you haven't played it. They wanted it to be lighthearted and goofy, and they wanted it to respect the player, which was an interesting last one to include. So I guess, Hmm. like, respecting the player, they didn't delve too much into what that meant. I assume it means, like, not waste time, make sure that the jokes that they are making weren't, like, offensive or hurtful or things like that. And I feel like they did a pretty good job. I will also note that for the first game, uh, when they developed it for Ludum Dare, they didn't include tax evasion. So the tax evasion was actually a thing that came later. The thing you should know in order to understand how this game works is that that Mm -hmm. first game was very much so like a Zelda-like. So that one had different areas that were unlocked based on tools that you got or things that you completed. It was more puzzly. It had like a few things and mechanics of like, oh, I'm going to push this hedge into this open space and I'm going to like pour water on this plant in order to set it on fire. And then I set myself on fire and set these other things on fire too. It was very much so a more puzzly mechanic like that. Mm -hmm. And you had very little emphasis on combat. Most of the combat was like really, really straightforward. That's not really like a huge part of the game 
So when you think about this game, which we talked a little bit about in the description, but it's a roguelike. It's very heavily focused on combat, in my opinion. A lot of the questions that they got in the AMA were about that, about why they've decided to do this big pivot and what that looks like. Yeah. And the biggest thing that they pulled out of that was like, hey, we really liked Turnip Boy. We aren't the biggest fan of sequels. So (laughs) they just like went out and said it. We're like, we just don't really like sequels. We get a little bored. And what they really wanted to do was they wanted to keep the essence of Turnip Boy, but do something that was different. different. Yeah, Yeah. because they just wanted to have fun. They wanted to be able to stay passionate in order to continue creation. So they wanted to make sure they kept the core pieces of Turnip Boy, which is very much so quirky dialogue. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Weird characters, those kinds of things. And then the statement that they had when they wanted to create this game is they're like, oh, we want something that focuses more on combat and we want something that is more replayable. And when you put those things together, it just really leans towards roguelike. Like that's just kind of what you get. We've seen it a lot lately. I feel like there's been so many more roguelikes that have existed in the last few years. I guess in the last few years. I'm always looking for good ones, though, honestly. Yeah. I I feel like it went from there were some good ones that were kind of popular to, oh, my God, here's this wave of so many indie games coming out. I don't know if I've seen a ton of, like, really good ones. Yeah. It gets easy. I think roguelikes need really tight loops, similar mm-hmm. to how... The loops in like our farming sim-esque games need to be really good because they yeah. rely on that to keep the replayability. And it's hard to do well, you know? I don't I don't totally. claim to know how to do it. I just feel like it's a very difficult thing to do based on how many games we've played at this point. The last thing I'll mention, because again, there's not very much, is somebody did ask, why Turnip Boy? Why is he a turnip? Why is this the universe that we're chilling in? And his, the literal answer for this was, I was at the grocery store and I was like, hey, that looks like a pretty dumb vegetable. <laughs> That's funny. And that was it. And then he was that like, was I should it. make a game out of that. <laughs> okay, I have something to add to your because you didn't yeah. mention it. Okay. It's made okay. in a game maker. Oh, I did not know that. I they did not put read that, that at anywhere. the end of the credits. And it was really mm. funny because it said made with game maker F Unity. Why? In the credits. I wonder, in the you know, I didn't see it anywhere, but this game was slated to come out like mid last year. So I wonder if they, because of the Unity nonsense, redid stuff to move it. Oh, I don't know if that's true. This is a hypothesis. You know what? I appreciate them for standing yeah. behind their morals there. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I mean, this is the exact type of game that that original Unity business model would have hurt, right? Yes, exactly. Because it's these like indie games that, that, semi blow up Mm -hmm. that small studios like really rely on the revenue for these games Mm -hmm. and they're short and they're not that big and like this is the type of game that gets hurt when you charge per install yeah it makes me wonder if the first one was unity as well because the first one was only like two hours then that falls under the steam like return thing and then that really would have bit them in the butt because if they would have had that install shenanigan then they would have had to pay per install and then watch people uninstall and refund afterwards because it was very easy to do on the first one if you could you know because it's just two hours dang yeah so i wonder 
Hmm. Maybe I'll look that up a little bit later just to understand. But See interesting. I'm glad you caught that. On it. I did yeah. not. Ca- I did not catch that. But yeah. 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 So tell us, Maddie, how was this critically recepted? <laughs> you like that? Okay, critical reception. I love that. I love yeah. the segue there. So it has an 82 on Metacritic and an 8.4 user score. So good. Yeah. It, it's good. not reviewed a ton, though. I will say, like, the amount mm-hmm. of reviews is pretty low. It's also overwhelmingly positive on Steam, sitting at around 600 reviews. So yeah. that's pretty good, but not like, whoa, yeah. insane, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think a game gets, like, big when I see, like, in the thousands on Steam. Like, that, yeah. that's, that's what tells me it's, like, kind of big. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of and the common positives of the game that I kept seeing in all of the reviews was just that it was addictive, fun, funny, silly, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And then the only, like, negatives that I could really find were that it wasn't optimized on switch so oh. don't play it on switch it 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 actually had mixed reviews from almost everyone that reviewed it for switch oh. and the switch like struggled with all of the enemies when all of the enemies would appear on the and screen yeah. it, it got really sluggish and that was the only negative that i could really find is just great game don't don't get it on switch Hmm. other yeah that was really the only negative that i could find and which i thought was interesting i was like okay well i didn't play it on switch so i didn't have that experience yeah i will say i played it on my rog ally so if you want a handheld experience that didn't end up super buggy that worked fine there you go did you do it like through game pass i did i played this one on game pass yeah yeah Yeah, i did too i mean i I played it on my um xbox console but yeah yeah i saw i saw that it was on my friends list it said it was on my friends list friends who had recently played also i thought it was hilarious that i started this way before you (laughs) made it to the final boss before you even started the game and you still beat the game before me (laughs) I literally don't know how that happened. I think it's, it's against wild. the law for me to beat a game before I think you it is. It. Yeah. I just think the universe just doesn't want it. To the be next time, that the way. next time, I'll just wait until the day before to start the game. If I ever beat something before you, something's not right. Okay. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> I feel like it's Friday there's, the Thirteenth. There's an imbalance. <laughs> there's an imbalance in the universe, and something's we should be wrong. concerned. <laughs> Or maybe um, it's a good thing, and the one time that you do it, something magical will happen. So we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> true. Okay, I picked some funny Steam reviews that I wanted to read. I have now learned how to rob a bank. Downside is that I'm not a turnip. Can't wait for the third game, Turnip Boy Commits War Crimes. And then the last one that I didn't fully get, but a lot of people thought was funny, is okay. Payday 3, but better. Okay. I don't know what Payday 3 is. Payday 3 is a game where you rob a bank with your Great. Okay, friends. so yeah. Payday 3, yeah. but better. Okay, all right. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> okay, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you ready to talk and deep dive on Turnip Boy, Rob's a Yeah. Bank? Do we want to? I don't know if we do. But do we want to do like a two line recap of the first game or do you care so, to do that? I think it will be fun to like talk about it because I have not played the first one and you have. Okay. okay. So I think we're going to have interesting experiences because 
I definitely felt like I was missing context. Yeah, yeah. I will say that I think I actually replayed the first game before you finished this one also. Like, I play the other one, and then I replay. But it was only, like, two hours. Yeah. But I did replay it, so it's very fresh in my mind, because I wanted to remember, like, what the connections and stuff were. So I should have some of that maybe in this noggin. We'll find out. Okay, why don't you give us a previously on, or previously in the Adventures of Turnip Boy? Okay, previously on the Adventures of Turnip Boy... You owe money on your greenhouse. You owe taxes. You get a little form. The whole game, you're just ripping up documents. It's very cute. Um, As you are attempting to pay back your taxes to the mayor, you find out that your father was the leader of the mafia. His name is Don Turnipacino. And you realize uh, that your father, Don, was backstabbed by Mayor Onion, who is the mayor attempting to get your taxes. And he was backstabbed because Don and the mayor and Old Man Lemon, which does make a reappearance yes. in this this game, all three of them worked together and they were anti-government. But then the Mayor Onion wanted to rebuild government and tax everybody for money, which he did attend. Like He intended to do it. He tried. We defeated Mayor Onion, who we call the God Onion because he created himself. He was like a giant robot monster thing. Got we it. fought, battled him. He died. And then this game, I think, picks up almost immediately after that. Yes. Yes. And that's it. Good recap. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Should we do first impressions? Yes. I want to hear your first impressions first. So I thought it was really fun because the, one of the first things it asks you is, did you play the first one? Mm-hmm. And I said, no. And it said, and all it did was, well, you should. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to do some sort of backstory like recap. or like <laughs> recap. No. And then it was like, pick your difficulty setting. <laughs> Like, it immediately just went to the next one. So I thought that was really funny and, like, a, a really cute, like, intro. I like it. And I picked normal difficulty for this one, which didn't bite me in the ass until the very end on that last boss where I was really struggling. But we'll talk about that. Mm. And, yeah, I just thought it was really silly and fun and cute. I, I, yeah. I think it, it knew exactly what it was doing. Like, I, I just... Yeah. I... I really enjoy when games know what they are and focus on what they, they lean are in. Yeah. and lean into it. And you could really feel the fun that these people had when they were making this game. Like, yeah. And I just really liked that. I really enjoyed it. Good. I am glad that you still enjoyed it. I was worried when you said, ooh, I'm missing things, if it was going to end up being entirely unenjoyable or not. Um, no. So that's nice to hear. That's yeah. good. Well, I had absolutely no idea going into this that it was a different kind of game. <laughs> like you oh. had messaged me and you were like, uh, you had mentioned the fact that it's a roguelike. And I was like, what? I had absolutely no idea. So when I picked it up, I wasn't really entirely sure what I was getting myself into because I like I played Turnip Boy quite a long time ago. And I remember really, really liking it because I thought the humor was so 
fun. Like yeah. it's just it's so stupid and so fun. And yeah. I I just wanted more of it, like to see where this dorky little turnip was gonna go with his little life. Like the vegetable puns, the food puns. It's just so funny. So funny. So funny. And I uh they make a lot of like jokes too that transcend what break the fourth wall kind of thing too. Yeah. I don't know. I just really love when when games do it in a way that makes sense. It's really cute. So when I was going into it, not realizing, I was a little, like, worried just from a, oh, no, like, why did I like this game? Like, I couldn't remember the gameplay super well from the first one. And I was like, what if I really liked this game because of the game that it was? And then now it's just a totally different thing. And I was really worried about it. That ended up being totally fine. Like, it was totally fine. And I actually really, I started playing it a second time on the harder difficulty, uh, just because I thought it'd be fun. Oh, I want to see how hard it was. the first time? Well, I played normal and then I did like the extreme. Oh, you did the... Ho- oh. Okay. Yeah. So I played on normal the whole time this game. And then I went back through and I played probably another two hours or so on the extreme just to get an yeah. idea. And, oh my God. The extreme is actually really, really, really hard. At least it is for me. I'm not very good at big games, but it was really hard. Uh, but I picked normal. I ended up did I did end up having a good time with it. I was just a little okay. like cautious, is how I'll say it first. Cautious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love though that you picking the stuff. I thought they would have given you a cutscene or like it was a laugh. So funny. It's genuinely yeah. I I I was really delighted by it. I was very delighted great. by the smart ass, like, well, you should. <laughs> just great. Just yeah. really, just really good. Yeah. Um I, I I guess how we can get into it, because there is a core loop of this game, and that's kind yep. of it. And I feel like the story doesn't really matter a ton here. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not very... Essentially, you're trying to steal, like, the big treasure from Stinky, the garlic mobster, <laughs> who owns this bank... And you're just trying to steal his stuff, and you're mm-hmm. working with Dill Pickle. And I don't know why you're working with Dill Dillatini, but you are. And he, like he just calls you, and he's like, "Come join." And you're like, "Okay, what?" It's, it's just funny hearing you call him like the pickle, <laughs> like Dillatini, because in my head he only exists as this like pickle gang. Like he's only like I didn't ever commit his name to memory he's just the pickle gang and he is a feature from the first game or like okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah so that's like the core loop of the story is you're just trying to steal a bunch of stuff and Mm -hmm. ultimately get to the big treasure so it's a roguelike where you have to start like two minutes Mm -hmm. and then you try to get as far as far into the bank as you can get and then at the end of the two minutes it's like Wee woo, wee woo, police are coming to get you and you have to mm-hmm. leave. And there's your loop. And what you're trying to do is like get further and further as you keep like Yeah. Y- that's the roguelike part. That's the loop. So you have a base that you that you're in mm-hmm. and you have different characters that you're talking to and it's like Robo Raphael and like the yeah. you, no go for it I, I i just think the the names in this game are just they cracked me up like yeah uh i have toast the queen of fort fat ass like what <laughs> no, 
I wrote that name down. That was just the cat dedication at the beginning. That was literally just a cat dedication. I was like, oh, we're in it. I just, I literally have like notes where I just scribbled down like the names names that I saw that I thought were were funny. I like that. The Raphael. So Raphael was an original character from the first game. But in order to beat the final Mayor Onion boss, you actually threw all of what were they radishes? I can't remember. You threw all of them at the onion. And so you like threw them and they're like, throw me all helps so you like kick them into the, the villain and you just assume they're dead. So it's kind of fun that they come back and they are alive because one of the bosses later is one of the other like one of the other brothers, maybe is who they were. They were the tax collectors. They were the IRS in like the original game. And so like you eventually fight Mecha Chad and Mecha Chad was one of the other like three in this game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so like in the original game, it's like Chad, Raphael, and I can't remember the third one. And oh, oh, and then they become like Robo Raphael, Mecha yes. Chad, got yes. it, got it, got it. Got exactly. It, got it. And so when he popped up, I was like, he's still alive. Look at that. <laughs> it was nice. That's really funny. But speaking of names, Mecha Chad was one of my favorite ones. I really liked that one. That was a good name. Yeah, it's it, they're so good. There's so many good ones. I really liked, too, the characters that they had, like Old Man Lemon. And this time they had Old Man Lime and Old Lady Lime in it, too. Old Lady Lime. Yeah. That got divorced yeah. and became single, baby. <laughs> so one of, the, one of my favorite mechanics of this is, like, similar to the other game. You have a lot of just miscellaneous stupid tasks that you have to go and accomplish. Okay, let's describe that. Let's describe that. Because I feel like that's where the magic of this game really shines is, okay, so you have your core loop that I laid out, and then why don't you talk about, like, what happens when you enter a bank? Yeah. So the way that they make it, quote-unquote, like, different or random every time is you have a set of elevators all through the different, like, depths of the bank, And the elevator doors switch sometimes. I think they have, like, different pictures on them to indicate what's behind the elevator. But they switch all the time. And so you don't know which ones you're going to get or where they're going to be. Through all of this bank, too, there are characters. They've created this whole second city of Veggieville inside of this bank. Inside the bank, yeah. Which is amazing. There are other areas, too. And... So a core part of once you get inside the bank is not only just stealing money, but you go and you talk to all these characters through the elevators, through the like little village, just like hanging out around the bank and they'll have like tasks for you. And the tasks will be like mildly stupid, like just stupid enough that it's like funny. So and the the way that you do it isn't always just go talk to the person. Sometimes they literally have you shake them down, which is Yeah, it's so how, funny. It's well, there's so a mechanic. Funny. So when you run into regular citizens that you don't talk to in the bank, you can shake them down for their money. Yeah. And it and literally so, like their little characters like wave wave around in the yes, air. It's so cute. And their money falls out of their pocket. And then they, and then they run away you. from you. It's so sad, but it's so funny. It's so silly. It's so funny and sad, but like mostly funny and cute. Yeah. Yeah. And and you want to get money because as you start going through, like Robo Raphael has like your upgrade mechanic. So he has like your- We're going to go juicing. Yeah. Like you can juice and get like more health or you can get like other things that like boost your stats in other ways. And then you also have the dark web with the scientist that I, Annie? Annie. Yeah. Annie. 
And the dark web is where you get, like, new equipment to explore, like, new areas. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, the unlocking new areas thing. And that also costs money on the dark web. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, you want to get to that final vault that the pickle keeps talking about. Like, you know that that's your end goal. But in between, the reason you want more money and to stack cash is to spend on upgrades in the dark web. Yeah, yeah. And the money at the end, like you have challenges too that I think depend on money sometimes. I can't recall which ones. And like achievements and stuff, like you get stuff for getting a million dollars and all those totally. kinds of fun things. Yeah. 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 And, I will and- say it was interesting that they decided to make the weapon upgrade mechanic not cost money so they had all of this money plethora of money but then to get new weapons you don't actually spend money which is kind of funny yeah to get new weapons so essentially there's two different ways to get weapons in the game which i also thought was pretty creative like you have your consistent weapon rack that you can always get a weapon from Mm -hmm. and then you also like enemies out in the bank drop Mm -hmm. weapons like randomly like sometimes they'll just drop a different weapon Mm -hmm. and you can grab those and often they're like better than your pre-made ones and then when you're done with a run if you make it out without dying because if you die in the middle of a run you lose half your money and you also lose your weapons that you picked up on that run Mm -hmm. but if you can make it back to the truck and leave the bank you can leave the bank with your weapons that the enemies dropped which are different from your weapon rack And then you exchange those for, like, points that go towards unlocking a new weapon on your weapon rack so that you can get better, like, starter weapons, essentially. Mm -hmm. And the starter weapons at the end are pretty good. I kept using those quite a bit of the time. They're way better than the early ones. But the ones that you get from drops are way more fun. Like, they're really weird weapons. Yeah. 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 I want to talk about, like, what your favorite ones were. And then also talk about, like, your favorite bosses in, in, like, side quests, too. Yeah. Um, I really quickly, before we do that, the one other thing that I want to explain is that um, the reason you want to complete quests, yes, for the achievement, but the other thing is you get a prize from them at the end, and it's either, like, a hat or a pet rock. <laughs> yes. And it's very cute. And I am obsessed with the hats that you get. The hats are so fun. Some of them are so They're stupid. They're so fun. Okay. <laughs> so now that everyone knows the core loop, all of the things that are happening in this game, which is, like, money, silly hats, and pet rocks, let's talk about our favorite bosses and weapons and areas, maybe? Yeah. And then- we can start there our favorite side quests and like characters that we meet. So I'll start with, um, and this is kind of like asterisk to favorite, but I, I didn't realize that, please, I know I'm not an idiot, but I felt like an idiot. I skip tutorials, Maddie, you know that I skip yes. tutorials. I click through them And when I was reading the tutorial for how to shoot the guns, I didn't realize it was a twin stick. And so I thought that you had to like be lined up with the enemy to shoot it. So 
I got to the first boss, which was Yeehaw, which I think might be Donald Trump. Is this a Donald Trump French fry? Oh, I, I really did not connect those dots. I, I don't know. There was something about him that had a vibe, but it might not have been. No, it was just Donald Trump isn't Southern. He's not Yeehaw. That's true, but he's just very America. I don't know. I don't know. He's very America. Yeah. But like he I, I get to this boss and I I dicked around a long time before I actually went to do the boss so I felt like I had upgraded very plentily enough to be able to go fight this guy Mm -hmm. and I kept getting wiped off the map and I was like this is too hard how in the world am I supposed to do this (laughs) this is impossible and then I was like I bet I can aim with this stick can I (laughs) dang mistakes are made such an idiot and then I beat it immediately it was very easy um, so I would say that that one was like just a fun moment because one, I felt like an idiot and two, I was like, oh, I finally did it. And then yeah. it take, took me to my favorite area, which was a little veggie bill. So that one was easily yeah. my favorite like little interaction. Yes. Yeah. Where you meet all the characters in that area and get to talk to them. And that's where you get the quest to like give the husband the divorce papers. Is that the, no. It's where yes. you solve it. It's where you yeah, shake where down you the guy it. for the yeah. whole, yeah, 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 yeah. But that one, that area was easily my favorite area because I was a little bit worried about um, how they were going to put the charm of all the characters in this game because the first section of it, right, is so enclosed and you get like some of the elevator stuff and there are some characters in there, but there's really not that many in like that mm-hmm. first little area. And my favorite part of that original game, I realized after replaying it, was just like all the stupid little characters. They're so fun. I mean, that's where the game shines. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was a little worried. And so by the time that I beat him and then I immediately appear inside of this new veggie bill somehow forming inside of this bank, I was like, amazing. They were just like, fuck it. We're putting a town in here. And I loved him. I loved him for it. Yeah. That was, it was really, it was really fun. It was really cute. Um. I liked the characters that you meet in that area. Mm-hmm. I think that Yeehaw might be one of my favorite char- like character bosses that you fight. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily my favorite boss, but like definitely like loved the concept. I thought he was hilarious. And He's then also when like you he looked like him, French fries. What is he yes, supposed to be? I don't, I don't know. know. But when you beat him, he says, "I've yeed my last taw," <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. That was funny. I've yeed my last ton. He explodes. So I thought that was very good. Oh, and funny. I, but I actually, my favorite area is the like Victorian basement type area. <laughs> the, the one, the third area, not the pitch with, like, dark the purple, area. No, yeah, with like the, the purple carpets and stuff. Yeah. The one with the psychic and like the ghosts and stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. I, yeah, yeah. Victorian yeah okay i don't know like old school like gothic i thought it was pretty easy the game Mm -hmm. in general i was playing on normal so i wasn't playing on hard but i was playing on normal and i i wasn't really struggling and that was the first time where i was like oh like i actually like have to pay attention to these like characters i can't just like just Just running gun yeah yeah like i i have to actually like pay attention to where i'm shooting and I liked the general design of that area. I thought mm-hmm. it was really fun. Yeah. Um, that one had a fun interaction, too, because you have that dude doing science experiments on, yeah. on like, the, the, the combined little fruits to, like, merge them Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It's amazing. Did yeah. you notice in this game, two games in a row, we got a Rat King? We got a Rat King two games in a row? We did. You're right. Yes. I didn't even put that together. That's so funny. Yes. When we saw it, I was like, oh, it's back. It's back. It's back. Yeah. It, I, so I, I guess I'll try to talk about maybe my favorite side quest in that area because yeah. that's where it started. But I really loved one of the elevators that you break into is like this, like demon hell, like, yeah, it like the elevator is marked with, um, what's the star in red with the circle? You like mean anar- like the pentagram? Pentagram. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There, it's like marked with a pentagram and you walk in and you had talked to Cran Cran who was like, you murdered my grandma in the last game. and Which I don't need- think we did. I don't feel like I murdered Cran Cran, but maybe I did. Gran Cran, whatever her name is. Gran Cran. And then you go to the afterworld, like afterlife, which is where this pentagram is in the elevator. And you talk to her and she's like, oh, tell her I'm doing good. I am kind of lonely though, and it's like her, and she's like this <laughs> demon queen, and she has she's like surrounded by candy apple cats, and it's a very vibe. Like I love it. I loved her mm-hmm. character. And then in the Victorian Gothic basement, you meet a vampire character who's like, "I'm lonely. I wish there was someone out there for me." And you're like, "I know the perfect gal," and you like connect them together, and like they're writing notes, like love letters to each other. And I just thought it was really cute and funny and i liked that it was very cute i did like that one you're right and in the original game i'm pretty sure if i remembering right part of the thing and missions that you do is she's lost one of her cats and so you have to go and find her like cranberry cat and bring him back so it was oh. also kind of cute that her little and cats then you were her i don't remember doing that like i didn't do that i want <laughs> Like maybe the end of the world brought about her murder, but I do I do not remember actually assaulting this woman. Like I don't think I did that. Yeah. 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 I um one of the other like little side stories is I did really think that the um I did think that the thinker painting the the art the thinker guy was really funny and when you run into the mad scientist he's like hey i need some opinions on if what i'm doing is like chill because i'm feeling morally weird about it because i'm combining different vegetables together into these monsters can you please go find a smart guy and like ask their opinion on it and then you go to the thinker and he writes him a note that just says based And then you hand the note that says based to the scientist and he's like, sweet, no moral qualms anymore. Going to continue my experiments. (laughs) Yes, that one was one of my favorites. I absolutely really liked that one. I I wasn't sure what you talk about some of your favorites. So one of my favorites, I think, was actually the two little, I think it was the strawberry who was in love. Oh, cute. With yeah. the flower. Um, so uh, the one the with flower, the rings. The person with the, the florist. Yes, the florist. Yes, the florist. Yeah. Yes. So they were in the original game. And in the original game, one of them is like, I have a crush on the strawberry. She's so cute. 
And so you're supposed to go and like send love letters back and forth between them. Only unfortunately, because the game mechanic in the game is every time you get a paper document, you rip it in half. You get like the love letter and it's really sweet. And you're just like, (laughs) then you just rip it. And so I was like, did I destroy true love? And so when you get back into this game and you got these two adorable little characters, and they're like, I love each other. I have to propose. We have to do it. And so one of them is like, I need a ring. It needs to be a huge rock. Like, you got to know. And so you go and you find the, like, it's a ring pop, of course. Yeah. And bring it back. And then as soon as you bring back the ring pop, you can talk to the strawberry. And she's like... They have to know how I feel. I must have a ring. Get me one. It's shiny gold. And so then you go find a second ring. And I don't know. It was just really sweet. It like was I, really sweet. I, I was glad that I got to follow their like little love story <laughs> through All two games. All the way games. to the end. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad to know that me ripping up their original love letter didn't completely and totally destroy them because that would have been mildly devastating for me. <laughs> yes. Um, My second favorite one wasn't actually even a full interaction. I just really liked it. But um, there's an area that's super dark. I did not actually like the area very much. I that area. It was very hard to maneuver. But inside, they had all those goblins. Yes. (laughs) And the interaction was when you talked to one of them, they were like, we were cosplaying. (laughs) What? Playing and that's why they have the stupid pointy ears and they look like weird oh. goblins. Oh, <laughs> it was so funny because like I'd been through these so many interactions with these different little goblins and then eventually one's like, we should cosplay together sometime. <laughs> and they're just like a- asking me to join them. I don't know. I really loved those guys. That's was... funny. So they're not actually goblins. They're just dressed as goblins. Yes, they were literally cosplaying when like the explosion happened. And I, I don't know. I just thought that was a really funny, funny little twist is that because yeah. they act really creepy and they're like in the dark and there's like three mm-hmm. or three of them, I think. And you do like a few little missions for them. They're not like yeah. super big. But then the last one just eventually comes out that they were just cosplaying goblins the whole time. And do you want to hang out and cosplay with them? And I'm like, who thought of that? That's so funny. That <laughs> is just... really funny. Yeah. That's and then of course, there's just so much like good little like little. snippets in this game. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost like they just sat down and they're like, what's the stupidest thing that I could think of? And then let's take yeah. it further. That's like keep pushing it. And I just, I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, the other thing in that, that area that's really dark is that's where the son of Stinky is. Oh, that's sad. And he gives you a drawing to give to his dad. (laughs) It's really sad. And then when you get to the end of the game and you finally break into like the office of Stinky, the mobster, and you put the drawing on the desk, the Stinky's like, oh, I have a kid. What? (laughs) And then he's like, I whatever. forgot. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. It's so sad. <laughs> it's like, that guy's an asshole. I'm glad that I'm going to steal all your shit. And no. the, the last, um, the last funny, like, little story piece mm-hmm. is at that same ending. I just thought it was really funny. Spoiler alert. He's like, I killed your dad. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, don't believe me go to my trunk and you open the trunk and it says found my dad's old things and then the dismiss button is just dang (laughs) yes i loved 
that. I like, love it's that. It's so like it's just these little things where it's like based or yeah. dang, like found my dad's little things, dang. <laughs> <laughs> and all the other buttons are like okay. It's like the okay ie. I yeah. Yes. Yes. It's just really, it's just really cute. It's really joyful. Like you can tell how much fun they were having as they were making this game, and I really appreciated it. Yeah. Um, let's talk about our favorite hats. And okay. Our favorite, favorite weapons. Hats. Favorite hats. Um, my I had a couple. So I I wore myself on my head for a little bit. Is that what I was doing? I wore myself on my head. Um, I actually really liked the little fox cap. This was not a weird one. It was just cute. Like they did a, a collab with Super Fox. And so at some point in a lab, you find Super Fox and fight him. And if you do, you get like a little Super Fox like beanie yeah. cap thing. It's very adorable. Yeah. Um, so I actually really liked that one. And then I'm trying to you might have to talk through your other ones while I look it up really fast. But there was one that I got at the very, very end. Maybe it's your favorite and then it'll just pop into my head and I'll favorite. get there. Okay. I have two favorite so obviously as a texan my favorite was one of my favorites was the 10 gallon hat which is literally just a hat it looked like doug dimidome (laughs) it it was doug dimidome's hat it was so tall it went off screen and i thought it was hilarious so i wore that i forgot about that and then at one point i unlocked a rabid dog oh that just bit your head and and it was a dog biting the head of turnip boy so those are my two favorites i love okay those are two good ones that is not the one that i'm thinking of so maybe one day i'll remember what it was that's unfortunate um but the one that i wore the most was myself on my head just because i thought i was adorable i also didn't realize that like i kept talking to people and getting hats but I didn't realize that they came Your as emails. messages. Yeah. yeah. And so there was at one point, not super late in the game, but like probably medium in the game where I was like, I've got emails. I should check them. And then it was just like 10 hats so <laughs> in a row. Many. Ha, 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 yeah. Ha, ha, ha. yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. They were very generous with the hats, which I really yeah. appreciated. We I... we didn't talk about the pet rocks, which were very adorable. Yes. Yeah. Um, the and pet. The kind of sad story behind the pet rocks. I wait. What was the story? I just remember it was well, a deflated so muffin. The... <laughs> yeah, deflated muffin. He's like, I'm really lonely. Can you get me some pet rocks to keep me company? And then sad. you unlock really cute pet rocks. But the pet rocks do like hop around. Like yeah, in the room. they look alive. Yeah. Yeah. They're cute. It's I can't cute. remember what one looked like, but eventually you do bring him a pet rock. And he's like, this is a pretty crappy rock, but whatever. I'll take it. I actually didn't finish the pet rocks. Oh, I did. I finished. I made sure to get all the rocks because I felt bad. I I, I don't know what quest I need to finish to finish the pet rocks. I think I might have missed some of the later quests that I needed were the ones. So there's also a cult. We didn't talk about the cult, but there is technically a cult oh, the in mushroom. this game. I didn't do the mushroom cult stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah there, you got like two pet rocks from the mushroom oh, cult, I, I feel think that, like. I think I have two left, so that makes sense. Cool. Yeah. And, and the cult missions were just like you have to kill a certain amount of like – of the, the enemies fuzz. that exist. Yeah, I love the fuzz was just the like peach. Fuzz. <laughs> the Peaches, peach fuzz. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um and then I, like the other the two types of cops were like peach and then um bacon. Uh there were bacons and there's also there was like a pepper too, but I can't remember what they oh, were yeah. called. Like a yeah, spice, yeah, yeah. spicy pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Um I really loved that they leaned into the fuzz for that one. I don't know how I played so much of the game not thinking of it, but then I was like, yeah. oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But the ones, the missions for them were like pretty, like, 
they were they were fine those were just like kill they're as more many just as you like can. killing it is a lot yeah 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 it was yeah. more i so that's probably where the pet oh, rocks wait. were can I mention one more? Am I allowed yeah. to do that? Okay. Yeah. So one of the doors that you open has a little fire symbol on it. And yes. in it, you have a DJ, a fire DJ. And yeah. you have to, like, he gives you a scythe. And then you can use that as a weapon to kill to kill the enemies and get their souls. And then you feed it to the fire DJ. Yeah. And then he makes you more hot, sick beats. Um, sick beats. Sick beats. Yeah. Um, and I liked it because I thought it was fun but the real fun for me was I didn't remember this at all but like I said I went back and I replayed the game afterwards Mm -hmm. and in it there is a little fire that just looks like a normal campfire and it calls itself DJ Sizzle and it pretends to like beatbox and I'd like to imagine that it's the same fire and it just somehow managed to consume souls to like realive itself as this fire god dj thing and i'm like this is amazing look at its journey see how far it's come it probably is i think it is it's really fun um oh wow what a way to like carry it through that's so cool it was a really sweet tie-in. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And they, like, tried to... They did a couple more of those where they hinted back. And they were, like, really small interactions. But, like, you meet the Blueberry real estate agent from the original yeah. game. And okay. you try to get taxes from that guy. You know, like, I, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a few of those, and I did really like the callbacks. There weren't a ton of them that were, like required in order to have fun they were just like little things where you're like oh I recognize that little storyline yeah. like it's, it was just yeah I cute. will say that I still had a ton of fun and I knew I was missing some references mm. but I still had a lot of fun with it like it's so silly that you don't really need to know the context yeah. of the silly reference you know yeah you just have fun with it I would fun. recommend I would recommend if you liked it to play the first one because I will say that I thought that the character interactions in the first one i don't i don't know if there's as many because it's a shorter game but they are still really 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 cute and some of my favorite jokes were in that first one so i would i would go back and play it if it were me yeah yeah but i I will go back and play it because it's it was really cute okay should we wrap up yeah let's wrap up oh we didn't talk about our favorite weapons Oh, our favorite weapons. Okay, you I go really first. liked on the weapon rack. I liked the grenade launcher. Mm-hmm. I use that one a lot. And then, uh, when you're picking up like things that got dropped, there was one flower where you would shoot it and it would spin, and then bullets would come out of it. Yeah. That was my other favorite one. Oh, that's nice. I didn't actually yeah. use that one too much because I wasn't sure how to use it effectively. I think. Um, I didn't find it super often, but when I found it, there was one that was like a firework and it was, um, it just looked like the tip of a firework. And when you hit them, it like annihilated them. Yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't find those very often and they usually didn't have a lot of bullets when I did find them, but I liked that one a lot. I thought that one was fun. Um, but the other thing that I really liked was you, eventually find somebody who has a red pencil and you have to go graffiti the art and yeah. i just like that from then on you have just like a red pencil chilling there that you can go whack people with i just really thought that was fun so yeah those ones probably i me. love it i love this game it was really cute it okay. was really cute yeah wrap up thoughts wrap up thoughts um recommend for mm-hmm. sure i mean i played it free on game pass and it was definitely worth Especially no money if you have game pass if you yeah. have game pass what are you doing what are you game? doing yeah just play it it's fun 
Um, I would say I don't really have many things that I would say, ooh, I wish they would have done X or Y or Z. It was it was nice for what it was. Um, yeah. I will you know, say it if- reminded me a lot of Bloody Hell that we played. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was a pretty, it knew what it was and it was just being what it was. And yeah. that's all it needed. You know, it didn't need to be more. Um, it's a I will cute, say, small, fun game. If you're worried about the first game being a different genre than this one, you'll still enjoy it. Um, I don't know what easy is like, but it honestly can't be that bad because normal was fine for the most part. Yes. And even if you play it on normal, so I could not, for the life of me, beat the last very last thing that you do because you have to like go rebeat all of the bosses and mm-hmm. then go back and do like another thing and like mm-hmm. stay alive during it like a whole other thing after that yeah all in one go and I just kept dying like towards the end of it I just could not for life of me stay alive and there's accessibility features where you can give yourself like infinite health oh I didn't know that so so I didn't have to change the difficulty. I literally just went and like checked the box to say like no longer lose health. And then I finished the game. Oh, well, that's nice. That's yeah. nice. I love when they do that. And it feels yeah. like a really straightforward way for devs. They to even make had a really accessible. sweet note where on the like the settings, they said like we want our game to be played by everyone. Like, Aww, so like you use these. That. Like that's what they're for. Like don't feel bad about using them. That's so cute. I really like that. I've gotten in yeah. way too many internet arguments with people saying that we shouldn't include features like that because if a game was designed to be hard, it's designed to be hard. And I'm just like, I don't know. It disheartens me quite quite a bit. And I feel like at minimum, a feature like that where it's literally just like infinite life means you can play the exact same way, exact same game. It's just that the fact that you got hit 30 times really didn't freaking matter. Right. And yeah. I did the same thing when I played tunic, there was a couple bosses I could not get past. And for those bosses, I turned on infinite life and then I turned it back yeah. off and I had just like, I would have quit. Otherwise I would not have continued yes. playing. Yeah. And so I really appreciate that. And that note is so cute. I like that. Oh yeah. That's sweet. It was really cute. Cute. Warm, fuzzy feelings. How many stars? Um, it knows what it is. I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a five. Whoa. It knows what it is. Like, there, I, I told you, I didn't have anything to change for it. Is it like a groundbreaking game? No. Is it like a, a game that would be... in a five out of five. Well, you have to, like, you have to compare it to the games of this genre. You know what I mean? Of games that, like, know itself. You're going to have a fun little time while you do it. And I had a no hot take. <laughs> I had no complaints. I had no complaints. Yeah. All right, like five what, out of five. What? Five out of five. Um, ooh, I want to pick a funny food name. Crap. Oh, old man lemons. I want five out okay. of five. Old man lemons. That's what okay. I want. Yeah. Yeah. I. I was. Wow. Now you're. <laughs> I, I didn't have a complaint. How how am I supposed to knock it down a peg when I don't have a complaint for yeah. it? I, I will also say I liked it. I do recommend it, especially if you like roguelikes. So um, confession, I did play this mostly on mute because mm. I thought the music was slightly annoying. And so I did There it were some and- tracks I liked more than others. That is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... It's very video game music. So if you like 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 arcade style video game music, you will love mm-hmm. this music. It was just mm-hmm. for me a little bit annoying. Um, 
And so I did play most of it on mute. But if you like roguelikes like I do, I think you would really enjoy this game. It's super short. It's really sweet. I was going to give it a, a four out of five. Just I don't have you any complaints. <laughs> I don't have any complaints. I just don't think it's blowing my mind. Like, yeah, that's fair. I, we're even like a 3.5, but I'm going to round it up to four. It's not bad. I just and it's good. Obviously, I, it's good. It's just not like I want to reserve my five out of fives for the game. How do I delete like myself from this chat? <laughs> No, I just like I want to reserve that for games that like blow my mind. Like Chance of Sonar was a five out of five for me. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I at try some to... point, at some point, you and I are gonna have to sit down and define our scale for people. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess I'm gonna do Grand Cran. Grand Cran, mine. I like that. Yeah, like so that. four out of five Grand Crans. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I, I feel like. No, we'll we, we need we'll have a ratings discussion as an on topic at some point, but I need to uh, put my thoughts together before we do that. Because <laughs> your five, out, we're gonna look back, and your your five <laughs> out of five games are like you just rated this above like The Last of Us, which is a yeah, hot take. I had more fun with this short little <laughs> snippet. <laughs> With my uh-huh. anger towards Abby Take. that whole time. Although I will say. You know say, what I do regret? What? I regret not giving Return of the Obra Dinn a 5 out of 5. I gave it a 4 out of 5. And I regret that. Oh, that's a mistake. It was definitely a 5 it out of 5. It was a mistake. It was. Well, what we can do is we can do a whole episode where we look where back we at our pile. And we're like, wow, that was wrong. Yeah. But I, if I base it purely off of packaged enjoyment for the fair fair price of literally no money that I enjoyed it I had to pay so much money for last of us too Maddie (laughs) you're right we did we paid like 50 bucks for that thing money no 50 it was it wasn't a full 60 I can't remember it was expensive yeah yeah it wasn't zero dollars one last thing that I will say that just popped into my head is this reminded me a lot of high on life and that Mm. I really felt the joy of the developers as I was playing this game and in high on life I felt the same way and so I will say that like if you appreciate like that kind of humor like that type of humor in a game it's not the same humor as high on life it's just more like the vibes of it yeah like then I would say you would like turnip boy yeah I'd agree with that also, just if you want to have a, if you're having a bad day and you just want to have play a little nice turnip time. boy. Yeah, play a little yep. turnip boy. Yeah. Okay. With that, are we ready to close it out? One day I'll reopen yeah. the ending and I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll close it out. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you liked it, don't forget to subscribe and rate it. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Batty Breakdowns and visit our website, battybreakdowns.com, made by Bridget. The podcast art was done by the lovely Tanisha Vernikar, and the podcast was edited and the music made by me, Maddie. Join us next time to hear us two baddies break down. Actually, I'm going to read you that last sentence because I wrote I wrote a thing that I did okay. not. I was like on autopilot and I didn't lean into it like I wanted to. Okay. 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 
Join us next time to hear us two baddies answer the question no one was asking. What is the best live service game out there? Join us for the first round of March Madness live service game extravaganza. That was amazing. 10 out of 10. (laughs) Okay. So for context, y'all, I am roping Bridget into this like weird idea that I had to do a March Madness style bracket where we play a bunch of live service games like League of Legends that we've never played before. Mm-hmm. And we try to pick the best one. Yeah, because I'm really qualified for this. <laughs> we're both super qualified. So qualified. To speak on live service games. <laughs> oh, we're going to make we're... so many people mad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we're going to play Valorant. We're going to play WoW. You know what? We're going to play think Team Fortress 2. <laughs> We're going to play TF2. We're going to play Dota. I don't know these games. I don't know what they're about, but we're going to play them. And we're going to say whether they're good or not. And we're going <laughs> to crown the winner. We're going to say this is the best one. Best this is one. where you should spend all your money and time. <laughs> Definitively here. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. We're going to do it. Okay. We're going to do it. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.